Baby on the neck getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley. I'm just cooling. Cooling with the gang. Cooling with the gang. Cooley in the gang. Baby on the neck getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley. I'm just cooling. Cooling with the gang. Cooling with the gang. Cooley in the gang. Nothing better than a professor. Watch him cook up cooling. Big G, can't forget my nigga Mike Cooley. Keep it high like a pot of carrot. Sweet as made bear. Question is, is she single? Is she single? We'll find out when I call and I'll be geeking off G. Laughing till I'm nauseous. Cause she ain't, they going all in. Leaving no stones unturned, no topic untouched. They let her cuss and they fuck shit up. Brother, I keep my money right. Make sure you keep that money right. Make sure you keep that money right. Glam sham, keep the jewelry tight. Make sure you keep it. We on weekly. Make sure you peep it. Matt King stayed the mind of best kept secret. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. So do it. Introduce it. The gang, it might cool it. We be on the neck getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley. I'm just cooling. Cooling with the gang. Cooling with the gang. Cooley in the gang. We be on the neck getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley. I'm just cooling. Cooling with the gang. Cooling with the gang. Cooley in the gang. You are tuned into the Cooley and the Gang Show on Blockworks Radio. Yo, what's going on? Uh, what's going on, boss? Happy Tuesday. How you feeling, bro? I feel good, man. I can't complain at all. That's good. Good. Productive week so far. Well, shit. It, we start so early now. Back when we did the show on Friday, it was kind of like, all right, let's 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 talk about how fucked up it was. Now we do the show on Tuesday. Like, we don't even get a chance to let no bad stuff happen. Well, from Tuesday to Tuesday. Yeah, that's true. Tuesday to Tuesday. Yeah, you're right, Shannon. We don't want nothing bad to happen. So please, anybody, we we don't want bad things <laughs> to happen. But you know, something always going on. Um, you, you see, Colin Powell passed away. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that was crazy. What's up, MJ right? Rich? What's up, Linnea? How y'all doing, Linnea? We got to get another date so you can come back on. We got to have MJ get you and NJ Rich on at the same time. That should be real cool. Um, she got a blurb. What? That's what um Powell got was a blurb. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Yeah, yeah. We had a big argument about that in the group text. About what? Uh, friends. Yeah, the vaccine killed. And you know, you, you already know how that the conversation went. Killed them. You already know how it went, uh, <laughs> Professor. Okay, so, okay, okay. I learned. I learned a lot about a friend of mine the other day in our group text after all that went down. I, I'm just like, so Yo, did you, he have the are. vaccination or not? Yeah. Oh. But he also had cancer. There you go. So, and he had COVID. Mm. Friends are a bunch of jackasses. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not, not messing, you, I'm not messing with y'all, man. Not you this go around. Not me this time? Yeah, not you this time. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> not you. Oh, being all that. Just so sending sure. out some. So, um, everybody, take a second, hit that share button. We're going to get in there. We got some very, very, very good guests tonight. Um, Crystal and Brandon, the owners of... Um, shades of beauty hair and supply um they have they own their third location now three locations um doing very good things um also james dickey will oh, be yeah. back on um chef photographer um 
and he's in trouble. Yes, buddy. He can't wait. He was to, in trouble the last show, wasn't he? Yeah, you know, yeah. We still got the same issue from three years ago. I'm gonna tell him, like, yo, it must be one of them out of sight, out of out of mind things. You no know, excuses. Once we leave. No excuses in 2021. LB say put some lotion on. Put some lotion on what? I know. I know he ain't talking about lotion. I know Ashley Larry ain't talking about lotion. I know. Um, where was I? Everybody, take a second. Hit that share button. Tell a friend to tell a friend, and we're gonna get it in. Um, like we said, Colin Powell passed away. Um, I really don't have much on that. Um, did anybody want to say something before we move on? Rest in peace. Okay. I, the only thing I thought about when I when I saw it is that uh, that was to me that was like my parents' generation's hero for one reason or another. Like whenever whenever I was coming up, I remember hearing his name so many different times from from my parents uh, bringing him up in, in different scenarios. So to hear that he's passed. A lot of times it's things like this that make you recognize how how much older we're getting. Like that we even pay attention to things like that. The people that we we we've known um, are starting to to expire, and like we 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 almost at that point where we are the the older people, and and everybody else is looking at us like you know they they <laughs> they the old ones now. Hey, where you get that shirt from? This one. Yeah. I got it from this. Um, you know how I'm always scrolling up and down IG, and I saw somebody selling them. Um, was this the people you knew in Jersey? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. I think so. That was yeah, in Jersey. somebody in Jersey. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's kind of so cool. I'm always out. I like wearing other people, like you know, repping other people's brands. So that's what we do. Here. That's how they grow. Basically, go ahead and say it like you was getting ready to say it. What rocking other people's shit? Now you're gonna say I love wearing other people's clothes. That's what you was getting ready to say. Funny man. Say Mr. Funny Man. Um you like to wear the long shirt. <laughs> uh I'm trying to think where to start. So I know as soon as we got off air, I'm gonna start right from the beginning. I know everybody's not here to weigh in. Um I'm try I wanna start light, but at the same time, um I wanna do what we do. All right, let's do this. Uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna do this. So, um, did you see that uh, DC comic? Yes, I did. You saw that. <laughs> yeah. So yes, I did. So DC comics. Um, the headline kind of got me at first because I'm thinking. Um, oh shit! I lost my shit. I was thinking uh, one thing, but it was something else. So DC Comics, New Superman comes out as bisexual in upcoming issue. Mm-hmm. So it's it's so I, I had to do some research. So it's not Superman. It's actually Superman's son. This is Lois Lane and Superman's son. He's, uh, I guess, the new Superman. Mm-hmm. Boy, he used to be Superboy, I think. Um, I ain't never heard of Superboy. Yeah. So I guess um, on, in this next upcoming issue, um, he is coming out as bisexual. Um, our kid, I don't even think that uh, our kids still in the comic books. I think, I think comic books are one of those things I felt like where you were into them. If when we were younger, we were into them, and then you kind of still like them as an adult. But are kids really into comics like that? 
I don't think they're actually into comics, like like uh, the actual books per se. Mm-hmm. But see, like when they say comic books, they might be they might make issues like this, but ultimately it makes it to the screen in some shape, form, or fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it starts off. Most books nowadays have have uh, trickled into uh, motion pictures. So it might start off as a comic book, but this is going to be a character that we'll see one day um, on the on the screen. And now it's not really going to be a surprise if you see something like this and they already pretty much laid the foundations for it. Right. And then, for the most part, that's kind of how they, uh, AAG. Oh, you know, you see the, you see Mike and put up his new, um, wallpaper, right? Uh, you know, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So nowadays, nowadays, with it, what happens is they're just easing things in. They don't want to just spring it on you. They just make it so that you can see it and then have your opinions about it. And then after they get past all of that, they say, well, now we'll put it out there. We already know what everybody has to say. Fuck it. Let's, let's just go with it. Um, I like what I saw that someone, I forgot who it was. And the guy who actually commented on it, a young lady shared it with me, was actually a gay, a gay man. And one of the things that he said is it just doesn't make sense that we can't let children be children anymore. Uh-huh. Everything has to be about sexualized. Like, t- tell me what doesn't scream sexual about this. Everything. Everything. So so we're not talking about having a gay uh, superhero. It's more so about sexuality. And, and, and promoting a level of sexuality. This is supposed to be a kid's book. Now, once upon a time, parents would have raised hell about some shit like this. Now, because of the climate that we're in, nobody's going to say nothing about it. I mean, you're going to have a couple people say something about it, but it's going to move past. That's, I was about to ask, do y'all think that because we're seeing more of, and more and more of the um, coming out of individuals being more prevalent in pretty much everything. Hey, Nene, and everything that we are watching and seeing that soon heterosexuals will be the, is it the minorities? <laughs> like, like it'll be more of that and less of this? Uh, that I don't know. And the only reason why I don't know is because you still got to think about um, damn. Lost for words. Uh, what's the word for it? Procreating. You still got to think about procreating. So when you think about procreating, you still need the uh, the male end and the female end, like a, a, a plug and a socket type scenario. According to what you told us Bruh. a couple weeks ago, not necessarily because right. you're right. They're doing all of this science to make Absolutely. it more possible for it not to have to be between man and woman, but right. Yeah, absolutely correct. But the reason why I'm saying that that heterosexual being heterosexual is not gonna easy, hard work. Shut the fuck up. Go ahead. <laughs> the uh um the, the reason why it's not gonna it's not we're not gonna be the mon- the minority is because you're still gonna have people that are gonna want to have sex with the opposite sex, like I know a young lady that's in a relationship with a woman, 
Mm-hmm. But she very much so wants to have a child. No, she has children, but yeah. she very much so is into intimate. She's definitely she's bisexual. Well, that's, she's bisexual. Well, that's how they made left room for the Superman thing. They, you know, they didn't say Superman's gay now. It's just Superman's bisexual. So my my only problem with this is, and I don't understand why there's no why the adults aren't mad. Like you fucking up my childhood. Like now you want to tell me what I've believed all these years that Superman no, was that's his, son. That's, that's his son. That's his son. <clears throat> oh, his son's gay. Yeah, yes. Superman. I think they his killed son is Superman. In, his son is in this era. Yeah, that's uh, that's okay. the son. That's the son Freedom. of Lois Lane and Kent and Clark. His Kent. son was being watched by Robin, and Robin was okay because okay. Robin's gay, right? Isn't Robin gay? <laughs> I I always know. Know. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to say Rob. They're trying to say Robin gay. Um, all right, so then that's different. Then I, I kind of feel like, well, you don't fuck up my childhood, but the fact that you just try and push this homosexuality propaganda on kids. I kind of got a problem with it. It's not like you letting them pick and choose. Like now, it's like you just letting them know that gay is the way to go. Right. Um, that's only my only thing. You know, I mean, again, I have nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with being homosexual or bisexual or liking trannies or whatever it is that you like. You like porno for a different reason than I like porno. Um, but just to be pushing it on kids, I just I, I, that's my only thing. I, I don't I don't love I don't like it. Um, you want kids to be pro choice. You want them to pick and choose what they want to choose. But you pushing this shit on them now. Like it's okay to be a superhero and still like to kiss little boys. Mm-hmm. I got a I got a seven year old son, and that's nothing that I'm teaching him at all. Right. That's and fucked I, up. I agree with Professor when it comes to like. That whole visual, like, just because you are gay, lesbian, bisexual, doesn't mean that, just like heterosexuals, it doesn't mean sex, 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 sex. And that is definitely what it seems like every time we see something in reference to the um, LGBTQ community being broadcast out loud or things like that, it's always from a sexual aspect and that right there is is deep like that's because not only are you you know like not giving kids the choice to choose but you're also saying hey little 12 year old because this is okay for you to watch and see it's okay for you to go out there and have sex as well so you're teaching a lot of different things in in different in this one way in which it's being presented so it's not anything wrong with that he's he's gay or he's bisexual but why does the fact that when you're showing the world that this is what it is that it has to be represented in a sexual way so let's get some comments uh so in ig shout out to everybody watching so on ig live no says um it's, it was his son and he's a twin um mm-hmm. he says shit is ruthless but they're going to force feed it's being force fed okay. i'm sorry okay. Um, yeah, so I mean, we'll keep well, we're not gonna keep an eye on. I haven't looked at a comic in a while, and I haven't been down with DC in a minute. I'm a Marvel guy as of late, so um, it is what it is. But like you said, like we have no issue what your sexuality is. Um, that was just a curious story, just to see how you know just the world is changing. Um, so we'll keep it moving. So, um, another video that caught me when we got off. So, Meek Mill, have you all seen Meek Mill's um, album cover? His new album cover. No, I keep hearing about it. Is that the same one on the bus? 
Yeah. Get it on the bus. Get, get it on the so, bus. All right, let's just show you. So this is the album cover. I'll um I'll just pull it up. I'll try my best to pull it up if I can. It's the get it on a bus um cover. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Bom, 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 bom. Look, we just want to show that right there. Booties everywhere. Booties everywhere. Let me know if y'all can see this. Nope. Shut up, Rudy. I'm going to say no. <laughs> so that's the album cover right there. The one over, okay. With so the this ladies is the album bent cover. over, booty, butt naked, bent over. <laughs> And, and got, it's on his tour bus or something, right? I saw the white man in, or going off. And, was that yeah, his tour bus or was that the city bus? Oh, I don't know what it was. I just seen the guy going off about the bus. And then when I saw the pictures on the bus, I said, "This he got to be from like, it's got to be like out of the country. It's got to be some out the country type thing. Because it's got the black woman with her titties hanging down. It's well, just a little red. Out, bent over, spread it wide. With a little pink spot. Well, we got both video. We got the video of the yeah. guy going off, and then we got Meek Mill's response. So let's go ahead. What is this? What the fuck is this? What is this? This is on the side of a bus. This is on the side of a bus rolling through your street. Rolling on the side of your street. Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want? Look at this bull fucking shit. Look at this shit on the side of a bus. Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want? Is this how you want to be respected? Is this how you want to be respected in life? I don't like how he. This is how you want to look. This is how you want to be portrayed. Stand up to this bullshit. I'm from Philly. I actually should support Meek Mill. This is fucking disgusting bullshit. Look at this lady. Look at this. This is on the side of a bus where little girls can pull up and see this shit. That's her fucking pussy. Let's not mistaken what this pink dot is. This is disgusting. This is satanic bullshit. I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of look at this shit that you're getting on. This is for everyone. This so um, some uh, Sienna said they couldn't see in a Facebook. If y'all, if you couldn't see in a Facebook, um, we can see it in Instagram. Yeah, let me know. I don't know um, why. Mm. Might have been Illuminati. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um. So here was Meek Mill's response. Guy saying now, like, what happened? What did he say when George Floyd got killed? I know he was outraged about a bus and uh, a painting that was on, but what did he say? When he seen a white man choke a black man out for nine minutes, did he make the same type of video or did he want to just zero in on that? No, do I think it's appropriate to have naked women on buses? No, I do not think that's appropriate. That can be changed. But Nina is a great woman. She's an African-American artist that represent black women and a lot of black women support her. Uh, me, I just joined the art game. So, you know, I'm learning about art and I respect her vision and what she brought to the table when I asked her to paint it. And that's what we rock with. Like, you know, social media is like not real. In my neighborhood, people are really dying every day in Philadelphia. Little girls, little boys. The topic of the, a rap of a bus is not a real thing that's going on in the places we come from. Rap music, that shit came from the hood, came from poverty. If you want to speak on it, make sure you're speaking on it on both sides. Make sure you're paying attention. Make sure you have empathy. Yeah, nah. Nah what? Yeah, nah. Whose idea was it to put it on a public bus, though? That, now, I understand that. I, I'm not arguing with me. Art, I'm, I'm glad. He, first of all, I'm glad he gave an artist a chance. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I believe in art. I would like to get more art. 
Um, the professor always got dope paintings at his spot. I like. He do talk about your paints. Watch. Yeah, he always got some dope I was, but like a cat burglar. But um, I don't. I don't have an issue with him supporting the artist. I only have issue with it being his album cover. But my question is, how the hell did it make it to the uh, public? Like, who thought it was a it was good idea to put bus, it on? It was his tour bus. Linnea confirmed it was. That looked like a public bus. That ain't no tour she bus. She said it was. His, Linnea said his tour bus. But it's even not a tour bus. The fuck is this? I, I'll mute it. But I just want to look. At, that don't look like a tour bus, y'all. No, nah, it don't. Because they're going to do yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely a city bus. Yeah, that's a city bus. So I feel like one thing don't have nothing to do with the other. Okay, whatever. If he, you know. What he asking about was he raising hell about George Floyd and them? Mm, that still doesn't di that dismiss him for raising hell about the, the images that he feels is disrespectful to black women. Does it become less credible because it's coming from a white man? Like, I don't like no, I don't I don't think it should become be less credible because the hell raising came from a black man. Me a white man, a white man. You know I me mean? like when Mike showed me, I was like, "Oh hell no!" Like I wouldn't want to, as a black woman, wouldn't want to see that shit rolling through my neighborhood. And I damn sure don't want Chase standing on the curb, looking at the city bus rolling by with lady ass cheeks bent over, titty swinging like, nah, like that shit wasn't cool. Like that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. You know, <laughs> this is really, first of all, let me say this. I remember, I remember uh, Doggy Styles album cover. And when Doggy Styles album cover came out, I was like blown back. Some people can remember Two Live Crew when they had all the women standing with their asses, you know, side by side. But Doggy Style to me kind of took the cake. Now, of course, he put a dog's face on it, but we're not retarded. We, we understand exactly what that was, right? Um, what Meek did is or allowed to happen or was a part of was definitely in bad taste. And like Crystal said, when, when he responded to that question, all he did was deflect yep. what he should have answered. Point blank, it was wrong. You shouldn't have put the shit on the bus. Now, now I'll say this. If he would have done it and not had the titties out and the, and the, and the little pink spot, then uh, eh. but the little pink spot was a bit much. I mean, I mean, seriously though, for real. Like, like, eh, that's a, that's that's a little bit in bad taste. That's that's rough right there because that it, it just draws too many questions for for little children, right? Um, I I, I think that. We're in a time now. You remember when years ago when we used to watch, our parents would watch movies. I don't, I don't know how, you know, your setup was, but my parents would watch movies. If I happened to be laying in their bed, I would try to peek over, over my mother's shoulder to look at whatever they was looking at. And they would, you know, get down. It's time to go to bed. Mm -hmm. And they might be watching anything. I'll be laying there and listen to somebody doing some wild shit on the, on the TV screen. <laughs> right? But, you know... <sighs> Even on the TV screen, they kind of like clipped shit out. Mm -hmm. like you didn't really see anything. It was almost like soft porn, hide the privates the entire time. Yeah. Now, you might see somebody's balls or anything, 
in, 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 a, in a regular TV show on Fox. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So we, we, we have to, we're, we're, we've been groomed to adjust to this type of behavior because years ago, this wouldn't even have been a topic of conversation. This wouldn't even have been a possibility. Nobody would have ever, M MTA or whatever bus company out there would have never allowed that to happen. Never mind what the artists wanted. They would have never allowed that to happen because, I mean, it would just would have caused too much of a of a of an issue. Um, I like you said, I like art. I definitely like art. I've seen some shit that is definitely in bad taste. Um, I've seen some things that is not appropriate for children to be a part of. Let's not act like certain things are definitely not for children. They're for adults. That is an adult scenario. That's an adult artist art picture. But when your child sees it, it just draws a lot of questions and a lot of conversation. Again, if you take out the little, <laughs> the, little the little pink cotton ball, then, then I mean, I don't know, yo. Like that shit. That shit it was a bit much. It was a bit much. And like, um, because Lashana said, but the artist was a female from Chicago, which is cool. Yeah, we not debating. If he kept it on his it. album cover, yeah. and not on the public bus. I think that's where it gets us the, the bus part. I think kind of makes me be like, why the public bus? Now, if it would have been his tour bus, I mean, can't nobody say nothing about that, but the city bus. I could still say something about it, but this, yeah. Not his tour, his tour bus. I mean, this is what it is. First of all, if you brought your kids to the show, then you already know what it but is. But the tour bus travels through the town. Yeah, it's quick though. The city bus, like, is that your front of your kids' town. school? Like, but, uh, you got to get on it. Like, you showing them titties and ass to all the kids in all the towns and cities. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just feel like we we really had to we had to be a little more mindful of children. Like, we don't even think about we don't even think about how children are going to respond to these things. Now, I had a big conversation, and we and every time these types of uh, this type of dialogue comes up, I bring this up. A lot of people, some people will say that the only people who have a problem with this type of stuff is adults because children don't understand what they're looking at, right? But as an adult, aren't you supposed to be a parent? Aren't you supposed to protect them from growing up a little too early? See, that's why you have these little girls having sex and having babies at the age of 13 and 14 years old because they're being introduced way too early. They, I'm not saying it doesn't happen at school. Yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't happen at school. I'm not saying that they're not going to meet young boys or whatever. That's not going to uh, cause them to to have certain thoughts prior to. But damn, I mean, don't you as a parent have to do the best that you can with what you have or the opportunities that you have to protect your children from certain things? It's society is almost taking that all the way from you. We just looked at uh, um, we just looked at uh, the DC comic thing that was sexual. Like like you can't say anything different. That was sexual. We just looked at the, the fucking tour bus or the public bus. That was sexual. Like, why why does everything have to be over-sexualized? Why does everything have to be um, geared towards children? Again, art. Art is a cartoon, a cartoon type of picture depicted for who? As an adult, we understand it, but a child sees it, they're going to see something different. It, it looks totally different to them. They're going to have questions. They're going to start looking at it. They're going to say, hey, damn, you know what? It's a little girl in my school that's built like that or looks like that. What's that little pink spot? You got a little pink bunny rabbit tail and shit? 
You know, when you, when you bend over, <laughs> that shit is crazy. Mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah, it's a lot. It is a and you know what? Like, yeah. Neo's, like Neo said in the comments, uh, because sex is a major seller. Man, I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, what's the name of that spot? Um, USA Boutique. Yo, I went in USA Boutique every week because of a girl that was working in there. <laughs> Yo, I ain't even want to buy shit. I wasn't going nowhere. I just was going just because the girl was in there. Now, now. Fast forward, that was the girl that I stayed in, in, in a hotel with the entire time I was down CIAA. <laughs> <laughs> it's paid off. Now, now the truth comes out. <laughs> but yo, I'm telling you, yo, USA Boutique had that shit down pat. So I, so I definitely agree. Sex definitely sells. But we have to be mindful of something. We have children that don't understand. We have children that are still trying to figure it out. We have parents that are struggling to have conversations with their children because they don't really understand themselves. They're trying to adjust. They're, we're all trying to adjust to this new, I don't even want to say the new normal because normal is, is, is normal. Like it, it, there is no such thing as the new normal. We have to stop being okay with that term. But the reality is, yo, it's only one normal. And because things are changing, we shouldn't have to adjust to the, the ridiculous shit that's going on. If you don't agree, you don't agree. That Period. You don't have to hate it or whatever. You just don't agree. That's okay. But it's geared towards children and it's making them grow up entirely too early, man. Absolutely. And something has to be done. Something there has to be more conversations about how are we how how are the children going to be protected from this? I don't I don't see an answer right off the top of my head, but how are the children going to be protected from this? I know some women that won't allow their children to watch TV. And the reason why they don't is because there's so much stuff on TV that they cannot monitor mm -hmm. exactly what is happening and what is not happening. My nephew is like that. Um, what is kids? Even when you talk about YouTube, you have YouTube kids. There is shit that's on YouTube kids that is not appropriate for children. I could tell y'all something that's on YouTube kids right now that your child probably has watched and you would be surprised what the fuck it's about. Right? Um... All right, our guest is here. Don't forget. So what you telling me, yo? Stop. I'm not telling you stop. I was just polite. Bring the guests in, yo. I don't want to talk no more. <laughs> well, I want to know what show it is that the kids are watching on YouTube. So it's something, it's, it's something called Muffin Time. Muffin Time? Muffin Time. But see, Muffin Time, and it hasn't been taken off. Muffin Time hasn't been taken off. And I, I found out about it because of... Um, my ex-girlfriend's daughter was singing the song. So Muffin Time is about a muffin, but it's all about suicide. That's what it is. The muffin's, the muffin's talking about killing itself. Wow. All right, we're going to have to pull that up when we come. Well, after, um, during, uh, before Ike came in or after Ike. Um, so our guests are here. Um, let me see if I can play a little theme music. Oh, Jesus. You know, I like to be a little fancy. Oh, now and Lord. Then. oh, Lord. Oh, Hey. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. How y'all doing? Hey. Crystal and Brandon. Hey. Hey. Brandon, you see that? I, I, I don't say your name first no more. I say your wife's name first. That's okay. Oh. That's all right. Hey. You're still, still my guy, though. Man behind, a man behind a woman still a man, so it's all good. There you go. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> I've been married too long. Trust me. I, I got the moves. <laughs> y'all are funny. Y'all well, uh, we appreciate you all for uh, coming in. Um, long overdue because one thing in this world you do not do, and I learned this years ago, is keep one of Jimmy Briscoe's daughters waiting and not have them come on. And so I do apologize. I don't want no smoke. I really you know do. What? <laughs> you knew it was coming. Oh, I really miss y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have been watching quietly and hitting the like button and just seeing everything that you two have been doing as, as a team, as a unit, as a family. And um, it's awesome. Um, you're on your third location, Shades of Beauty. How, how did this even come about? Like, because it, our history as African Americans, like this was our niche, like this was us, right? Because we needed products for us, by yes. us, because we know us. So, yep. how did how did it start for you, you all? So, my mother, if you didn't know, um, is a licensed cosmetologist. So, you know, ever since I was born, she did hair, and she didn't her clientele was like, I was a shampoo girl at eight years old, you know? So I've been a hustler from way back, <laughs> making tips, wash your hair. But I was so used to going to all of the beauty supply stores with her and, um, or going to Sally's, but we never went to a store where owners looked like us. Mm-hmm. So even so fast forward to being an adult and being a parent myself, going into the Korean stores, and noticing they don't even like or respect us, but they take our money. So that was just one thing that we wanted to change or, you know, just be a, a part of the solution. So when I started doing research, I noticed that maybe less than 2% of all hair stores in the United States were owned by black people. That's sad because we are the number one consumer and it's a billion dollar industry. So it's about time that we get into that game too, because all of these Korean businesses, our era, like going back, they own stores in our neighborhoods and all their children went to private schools while Mm. we went to public schools. And then they, you know, went on to become doctors, lawyers, business owners in their own right. But growing up, we didn't have that as a role model. And I'm I'm from Baltimore City. You know that, Mike, from Town, Winchester, and Baltimore. So the only time I saw a white person was in three roles, right? One was a police officer. Two was a teacher. And the third, they were coming in my area to buy drugs. So, you know, we didn't have any business owners to look up to. I know I didn't in my neighborhood. So I wanted to change that. Mm. The 2% thing got me because where were we? It's this real like a huge beauty supply store out here. Oh, um, um Beauty World. Yeah, it's called Beauty World. And okay. I mean, when I say huge, I mean it's, it's like a little like a like department little more, yeah. store for uh wow. beauty products. And um, but from uh, a book that I'm reading, it was talking about how you know, you know, the beauty supply lane was our niche, and so now every time I see one. My curiosity is like, is it owned by black people? And you did ask me that when when we drove by, I was like, uh, no. I mean, it's right also, probably not. And it's right probably in the hood. Oh no, it's not. Uh-uh. And I felt, and and it, and, it, and it is crazy, and it's true what you said. That's why when you said that, like, I didn't know that the numbers were that low. I'm not surprised oh, yeah. 
but I, I'm not surprised, but I did not realize that it was just 2%. But, okay, so what distinguishes, and forgive my ignorance, the because if I look on in, on Instagram, all my people are selling hair. Like, they, they like, all up and down selling hair. So what mm-hmm. would distinguish, distinguish it, you know, what? why is that not added in the number, that part of it? Like, what separates it? So if you're an independent, private vendor, right, just selling bundles and selling hair, you're still not a commercial retail business owner. So you're not going to be lumped in as a retail owner because you don't have a storefront. There are there are even some um, black women and men who have online beauty supply stores. But those are still like they'll sell on Amazon or they'll open up their own, you know, website. But they're still not categorized as a retail location. So um, they also can't get some of the hair and products that we can Mm-hmm. Because we are um, licensed. So some of the big hair companies won't give them um, accounts like we can get accounts. And let's not even start talking about accounts because accounts for a black store, it could take us years to get the same accounts that they will automatically give um, a Korean store. But mm-hmm. by the grace of God, Shades of Beauty has all the accounts that the Koreans have. Money do it. That took a lot. That was a, hustle. a whole lot, but we work and with other um, black owned stores and, you know, we help them out because we have to. Sounds like you got your beauty supply store for um, Blacktopia. Oh, yeah, yeah. we we we, fo- we trying to uh, focus on how we're going to build Blacktopia. Uh, you know, you got, you got Chinatown, you know, you got Little Italy. So color country, color country. Color, oh, we color haven't country. decided yet. Color country, Blacktopia, we still... <laughs> We still trying to figure it out. You know they're doing that in Atlanta. For real? Yeah. Right now. It's uh I forget what it's called, but that concept there is live there. Yeah. Oh, so y'all playing the game now. <laughs> try, they they were listening to us. They were listening to us. See? Yep, because I, I actually you. saw the article for the beauty supply store that got picked. Oh no! Oh no! See, see, y'all better get on it. Y'all better get on the Baltimore and Blacktopia. Bring it on. But look, we down. Yep. We'll open the store down there. (laughs) Y'all can have y'all Baltimore. Y'all can keep color. What do you call it? What you call it? G color what? Color country. Country. Color country. We'll see Blacktopia, North Carolina. (laughs) Well, what that? (laughs) (laughs) So, so what was one of uh, Brandon? You, I think you agree. Say something. I know you had a thought. I know I don't want you uh, to. Do yeah, it was just about the whole account thing. And it's the fact that. So Crystal has this, these ideas. And I always say you're crazy. But she she is a hustler and I love the hustle. And this is how, you know, our chemistry always bonds so well when we come to business. Um, and I love like building operations and how that looks. And these accounts, when we had first started, I was like, what you mean we can't get an account? <laughs> and the way they design it, oh, man, it's they good on trying to make sure that that industry is Korean driven and always will be. Oh, wow. But what they don't realize is, yeah, black people know how to do business as well. Hello. Um, and, and guess what? Who's going to be able to market to this clientele better than us and so 
they started to give in to these, um, you know, ways. And again, we're not nowhere near the first of ownership, but we had, we did have to go around a whole lot of loopholes and a whole lot of uh, different obstacles and find loopholes. Sorry to 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 get in and where we ended up fitting in. And to, to what Crystal was saying is that now we want to make sure that the next set of someone who wants to come and do this industry doesn't have to go through them and and with the consultant network that she does and that's that's really important for the both of us that's cool and see and that's the thing like exactly that that part right there is i think where we miss it a lot of times oh heck yeah Um, too scared that someone's gonna get ahead of us right a lot of people don't want to share that's Mm -hmm. right that's how we're that's how we're I'm sorry, go ahead, Crystal. No, I was just going to say, Brandon was right. I forgot to even mention, um, we have clients from all over the country, um, primarily black women, and we show them from point A to Z how to open and operate their own stores. I love that. I absolutely love that. And it's built in our culture that we do this, right? You, y- y'all remember growing up, where you get those tennis shoes from? Oh, we got it from New York can't get these noel <laughs> we're born to, to this secrecy of exclusivity but again if if, if it comes down to us as a, a culture a race and then business and helping other people who don't have these tools to um you know figure out what exactly how they're trying to be successful in their lane why, why not give it to them i mean this is just spreading our culture and the wealth where it belongs in the first place. And I'll tell you, it's um, they, it's still a secret society. Um, there is a Korean-owned beauty supply store association uh, that we're not invited to, um, and they have networks where um, they'll buy collectively, so their prices are lower. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll help one person like all the business owners that get together and you know give them a hundred thousand dollars and say I've go, heard of, you know, I've heard of that. store and then you pay it back pay it off but we don't have a network like that so you know we, we're trying to change the game too for our people so we can have some sort of network damn so i, I don't even understand how <laughs> the Korean population got into the whole hair, the beauty supply game for us. Because they saw the where we started la- where we started lacking and we gave up. There you go. We gave up our rights to what yep. belonged to us. Did we give up we, all of it? Done? We didn't fight hard enough. We didn't yep. fight hard enough. We may have fought, but did we fight hard enough right. to keep what belonged remember, to us? They found that niche my- and they, they, they saw a need and they had the money Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's exactly what happened. Do y'all remember all of the corner stores? Well, this is before our generation. Um, but like our parents' generation, all of the corner stores and the stores on Pennsylvania Avenue and Greenmount, they were all black owned. Yeah, I remember. And then we lost it. That. And then all of the Koreans came in and they bought it. Now it's Indian and, and Greeks, but I think Koreans got a hand they bought in it from right underneath of us. <laughs> They, they they take and they watch our culture, right? Or as I should say, they watch and then they take. 
remember security they turned that whole section that i don't know mm-hmm. if it still is that that soul yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah, and you that. go in there and okay they have some korean foods and things but then you got like an airbrush spot in a this type of quote-unquote hip-hop type of uh uh clothing stores that's catered to no other than us nobody else but us and they they come and they watch they say oh, okay we we know what we think you like and we're going to try to mimic that so they saw for a long time in them various industries and then the beauty supply and they're closer to um africa africa and india to where some of the source that has is coming from um and they just they like you said they they grab take that money and they just keep on going oh and they and do their homework there's oh, a yeah. there's a couple different magazines in the industry. You all wouldn't receive them, but we get them. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing but black products, black faces. Um, but it's all in Korean. Oh, like wow. we can't even we would have to translate it to even understand what a lot of the editorials are because it's not for us. We're entitled to receive it, so they have to send it to us, but it's not for us. And we translated some of the stuff, they study us. They tell the store owners, the Korean store owners, exactly what to look for, what to buy. Um, they talk about, you know, the black woman likes this. The black man is into this because of X, Y, and Z. And it's like, wow. Some of it is right. They got to know how to make their up. money by, t- by targeting our needs. Yes. And how else oh, Chris, do you have to study it? Don't, 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 don't forget to tell them about the secret shoppers. Oh boy, it ain't, it ain't no secret. Right. They not look we can be secret shoppers, but they come in our school mad. They don't even speak. <laughs> we see them all the time. They don't buy nothing. They just go around and we just let them go. They take pictures, they write down stuff. Do you? And we oh, do the same wow. thing. Real wow. angry. But let them be mad. That means we're doing something right. That that's right. That's right. But see, this is where the problem lies because they do that. And then they're already in our neighborhoods, but then they cut our they cut a they cut us at the price. So therefore, yeah. what your people gonna do? They're gonna bypass you instead right. of supporting you. They're gonna go to the Asian because the Asian done cut the price by three dollars. Absolutely, you are. They gotta never follow right. you around the whole store. But you know what? The the black movement and being intentional where you spend your money, it really is a thing. Like the past two years. People have been really intentional where and who they support. So mm-hmm. it's been helping us. Of course, it could be better. You know, right. we're not making money like the Koreans are. But people will spend that extra 50 cent on that brush through us because they understand that we're not even, you know, gaining the profit that they're gaining. Mm-hmm. Because we can't right now. But that's why we need a bigger network because we all can come together buy in bulk and buy in mass and then we can be more competitive is that distribution that um, Rudy was talking about professor so that's that's what I was going I was just about to bring up so I have a question for y'all but that's exactly what I was going to say um so that's something we've talked about a couple of times on this show about distribution about how the the larger networks are able to sell their products at a cheaper price because they're buying in a much larger quantity, so they get it for a little bit cheaper than, you know, for lack of a better word, the mom and pop shops are, are, are going to get those get those products. Um, so then you have the person that goes to the mom and pop shop to buy, let's say, toilet paper. 
The toilet paper at the mom and pop shop might cost $2. You go to Walmart, it might be a dollar. By default, not wanting to pay, not wanting to patronize Walmart, really wanting to patronize the mom and pop shop, they're going to go to Walmart only because their money says, this is what I have to do because I can't afford to pay the $2, right? But if we had somebody that was more concerned about distribution as opposed to concerned about, uh, and, you know, teachers own, more concerned about sending a kid to college. If they were more concerned about distribution, then the black community could get a lot further. But you just said something that I didn't think about. Um, so there is a possibility that if, and this is a huge if, hmm. if as people of color, if we could actually build a network where we are actually purchasing the prices, purchasing the products like the Walmarts from the same distributor at the same time and just issuing it out. So maybe if like, let's say, a, 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 I'm going to just say 2,000 different businesses all need toilet paper. We all order or one person is the is the is the person that orders and they just distribute it to to everybody. Then we can compete with the Walmart. So that, there, yes. is, there is another way to, to do it besides having the distribution rights to those things. So so that's a that's a that's something that's that's hopeful because that is a possibility. Um, so the, the question I have for you guys is. So the pandemic hurt a lot of people. Um, how did you how did you survive through the pandemic or or what happened so, through the pandemic for you? We got a great story for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it did not hurt us. It actually propelled us. Mm. Um, when Maryland issued the store closures, um, it was so we have um, two business partners. It's all in the family. My twin sister is one of them. But um, nobody wanted to stay open. But I'm looking at Brandon like, well, what are we supposed to do? We still had a rent to pay. Mm -hmm. Even if we don't pay employees, that rent isn't going anywhere. So BGE is not stopping. You know, the other things, the insurances aren't stopping. So I was like, well, y'all can do what you want. But I'm staying open. I mean, I know I can't physically be open, mm -hmm. but I said, come on, Brandon, we're going to start delivering this hair. If I have the products in the store, then I'm going to get about. So we literally started delivering when all stores in Maryland were closed. We were out delivering hair and products and it blew up. Mm -hmm. We had nine drivers out um, delivering hair. We were answering calls like a call center, two to 3,000 calls a day for wow. a little teeny store. <laughs> So we were getting shipments in every day. I'm talking about cases of hair. It was something that I'd never seen before. But um, we didn't stop. I mean, we had women on the phone crying, telling us they still got to go to work, but they don't have any way to get their hair done. Like all of the salons were closed. So I understood that. And I wanted, it was, it was so overwhelming at first because I'm talking like we, we were doing business like we had never seen. So mm. I got frustrated. Like, this is just too much. Like, I can't handle it. But mm. when you have women thanking you and crying and like banging on the doors, like they knew we were in there, but we couldn't open the doors. Like desperate to get it. You saw the struggle. It's like, well, all of the Koreans just closed their door. They forgot about us. What are we supposed to do? 
So I decided to just, you know, grin and bear it and keep moving for the community. At that point, it wasn't even about us or the money. And let me let me add on. So the one of the reasons why we saw it was because we were the only store open. So the pandemic shut Maryland down, right? It shut all stores that weren't quote unquote essential. Man, we took that policy that they had, we pulled it apart. We say, you know what? We 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 can fit right here and we can open uh-huh. the that doors for great, deliveries. Right? <laughs> deliveries. There's nothing in this clause to say we can't. So we started doing this. Now, the advantage we had, we don't have any strong accents when you calling in looking for a specific thing. There is no language barriers. So remember we were talking about earlier, it's like they be watching towards the end of the, the shutdown before we open, started opening back up. Those Korean stores started Everybody doing it. Everybody was open because they heard about us. Yep. Yep. <laughs> wow. But we had, we had was able to just kind of gain on that market of, you know, and then not to mention we had employees and we didn't want them to be infected if, yes. uh, affected if we could. We were actually it. paying them more. Yep. So we were they, giving they them what that. I call hazard pay to come out yep. in COVID. I'm like, if we're getting more, then y'all getting more. So we were writing separate checks to our employees just for coming out. Mm. So yeah, it was it was um we were able to get through it. And the thing is, the reason why we are so successful is because we follow the letter of the law, right? Like we had a whole lot of um, police officers and um, what do you call the fire marshals coming by when we were closed. And we had all of the stuff on the doors, like showing how we were in compliance and how we can still, you know, be operational. And they couldn't say anything. This this isn't a a fly by night hustle for us, right? Mm -hmm. We file our taxes correctly. We have the proper insurances, the proper certificates. Um, we make sure we are above board because we also set in the standard of a black business. That's, a, that's, that's it, what that I was going to say. Part, you set part. the standard and you also build a, a different level of trust and relationship with your clientele and the community in the community during that period mm-hmm. just by doing something a little different and a little right. extra kudos to you guys for sure like thank you so much i didn't know that like that's because like you said the asian market they shut their doors it was not a second thought it was no no way how can we get around this because at the end of the day when they shut their doors they not worried about employees they're really not because they're not worried about we have a thing called business insurance and business interruption insurance so we still would have got paid you know, like as a business right. owner, but our employees wouldn't have got paid. Um, the people would not have been serviced. Right. So it's not all about the money when you have somebody crying on the phone and you understand that pain. Because I know I, I'm like, thank God. That was the longest I had ever went without getting a haircut. And we still had to go. It was, it was bad. Hey, we we, we sold go. multiple clippers every day. We delivered it to people's houses. There you go. Hey, Mike, I just noticed something. Uh oh. What happened to your bed, yo? (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't want to be the one. I didn't want to be the one. I I, I let him live, Debo. I let him live. It ain't like it was. 
Yeah, yeah, that patch. I cut this part down. You remember he had oh, that patch, that patch on bed and shit. Who had that patch on bed? I better leave my husband alone. <laughs> now he got a real bed again. Uh, Not a real bed okay. again. Y'all like we got company and shit. Like I mean, come <laughs> on. <laughs> That ain't that ain't company. We know them. We know them for years. This ain't company. That don't matter. Like that we gotta be. It's, it's a different level of professionalism. We have to show. You know, he sent out professional know. emails and. Writing. I send out emails. I send out. Like, yes. I don't just approach people. Like, I'm I, so I impressed. Right. I love it. <laughs> I'm supposed to put on a suit. Like what's happening? <laughs> I was like, I've been knowing Mikey Graham since I was what fourteen. <laughs> well, shit, we go Brandon go back to Woodlawn Middle. Yep. All right. Yep. <laughs> I was family. Yeah, this is yeah. and 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 it was because I like I've really been watching. I was like, damn, beauty supply store. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Like another one. Oh, <laughs> like oh another one. Oh, <laughs> right, damn. Yeah, right. So so Remember, which one was the, the hardest? Cheaper our products will be. <laughs> so which, which store was the hardest? Number one or number three? And where's all three located? That's good question. Um, so we have one in Middle River, Maryland, right beside the Target. That That's was number 3, one. Feet. And what sits behind that is our braiding salon. So mm. we have a six-station mm. braiding salon <laughs> right there because there is no way to get your hair braided unless you go to somebody's house in Middle River. So um we we got a whole other market, but y'all ain't even going. Y'all wasn't going to tell us that, but that's okay. All right, keep going. <laughs> and then our other two are located in Mole, so White Marsh Mall, which is Baltimore County. Um, and then the third one that we just opened is in a mall in Columbia, and that's Howard County. Okay, so now you know I got a question. So we we got the county, county, county. Is the city hard to get into? I'm gonna tell you, the city is saturated. Think about it. With the yeah, agent, so yeah, they not letting y'all. They not letting us in. Right. No, it would be no like from a from a business standpoint that would be hurting us because we get in where we fit in. So even though we're in a county, we're in the black areas. Yeah. You know, right? Our demographics support us being in. And yeah. guess what? We're the only hair store in Middle River, whether it be Asian owned or not. We're the only in White Marsh other than Sally's. So we also look for markets where our people need us. Ah. Okay. Okay. I guess. <laughs> I'm going to be quiet. Well, people have asked that question a lot. <laughs> so I got a question too. So how do you get products in your store? How do we get products? No. So like, let's say, let's say that, a, uh, like for instance, me. I created a, a beer bomb. Oh, yes. How do you get a product into your store? That's a great question. So we do have a, a vendors program and it's a consignment program. Mm -hmm. So we feature and we highlight them. So when you walk in our store, let's say you were looking for that beard butter or, you know, beard oil, right? Mm -hmm. And you ask our sales associate, the very first thing that she's supposed to tell you is, Check out our independent black brands. They have really mm. good beard nice. oil products, but we also have industry, you know, beard oil too. But we have a separate spot in our store. We have a wall that's dedicated just to the local um, black-owned brand, such nice. as yourself. So it's a commission base. 
You right. receive a percentage of your sales and we receive a small percentage of your sales for shelf space. And mm -hmm. you actually win more than we do because you don't have to pay to come into our stores. You get paid when your stuff sells. Sells. Mm. Nice. Are you all listening? Like everybody that um, tunes into this show regularly, like I hope you all are listening because this isn't just about, you know, two African Americans who own a beauty supply store. This is like not like this is a whole growth opportunity that they are given. Like, you know, th yeah, th this is what we've been talking about. <laughs> like, and I didn't know, like, majority of this, I didn't know. I'm on the outside looking in. I see two people that I grew up knowing just doing what they're supposed to do, taking care of their family, loving each other, and starting businesses. That's what life's all about to me. Start business, love each other, take care of your family, keep it moving. Yeah. So, question um, even though the beauty market is your market, and I heard you say consulting. Do you guys do consulting on the business side, period, or just in that the, lane the right supply now? Lane. So I've only done it in the beauty supply industry, but I could do it for any business. I just haven't. So I'm not going to limit myself and say, oh, I wouldn't because, you know, here's a business degree. Um We've been entrepreneurs for what twenty years now. It's been I a think, long time. I, I think about twenty years. Yeah, it's it's that's a different lane. And like I said, we could probably do it, but that's like a whole business. It becomes a whole business in itself, mm -hmm. and then yeah. it becomes time, which we don't have. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so right, but right now, what you all are doing is work. The way you're doing it now is going to help us and also help get that price down. Yeah, got it. We got to get the price of the brick down, like I, the brick. So we can be competitive, like stay around. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, y'all doing a thing, that's for sure. Kudos to you guys, you. for sure. And yeah. and we do things to offset. Like we do a lot of giveaways. Um, we'll have like free lash weekend. You come in, you buy anything. It could be a dollar comb, and you still get a free pair of lashes. Or you know, Black Friday we'll have ten dollar wig sales. So we try, and then oh, well, we always every single week in our store, and any of our customers can attest, we give out samples. Whenever we get samples in, we give them out. It's a lot of stores who try to sell them. We don't do that. Even full size samples, we give them to the community. Oh wow! So we try to give back what well, we can. Somebody asked the question: Which store was the hardest to open? Oh, one, yeah. two, or three? Definitely the first one. Yeah. yeah. Now. It's a no-brainer. We know exactly all the way. We'll, we'll go into any, like, empty space or maybe even a, 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 a space that already has tenants, and we can look at it and say how it would be designed, how it would be painted, the color schemes, where what would go on certain products, knowing the area of the demographics of, like, again, Columbia and Middle River, Columbia is going to sell just slightly different mm -hmm. types of products than Middle River will mm -hmm. because of the graphics we have to also cater to. And then, but the first one, was we didn't all, know what we were doing. A learning experience. All of them are learning experience. So let me let me say that all of them are. But but the first one was the first of the first. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like moving into your first apartment. Yeah. Uh, so what do I do? <laughs> Who do I call? Anybody tell me I need a toilet. But but we together, I will I will say we are such a good unit and a good team business wise because we can walk into a space together and I'm so good with staging now. I can see it before it's even there, but I can tell him this is what I want and he'll make it happen. Most times I'll be like, 
I don't know. I don't see what you see. I'm I, like, I, I promise you. <laughs> this is not going to work. I don't know what's <laughs> and then my father, he's a contractor. So he getting old. So he's like, you need to stop. Every day you open in the store. <laughs> but but he's there and he helps us. And between Brandon and my father, we can't lose. Have you thought about franchising? People ask us that. I've actually had um, some phone conversations with a couple of different franchise attorneys. Um, and it seems like a possibility. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of legalese, you know what I mean? But it might be worth it. Okay. It might be worth it. Well, let us know. Um, Shades of Beauty, Hair and Supply. Middle River. Columbia Mall, White Marsh Mall. Let people know how they can follow you, find out more about the store, and even those specials. Because you okay. know we love specials. <laughs> so uh, you can find us on Instagram and um, Facebook. If you just type in Shades of Beauty, and I think our Instagram title is Shades of Beauty Hair Supply. So if you just type in Shades of, we'll pop up. Um, we can always be reached, even though we're not in the stores every day. If you call one of our stores and you leave a message for me, or you leave a mess, if you leave a message for me, <laughs> um, right? <laughs> um, I always try to get back to people. Um, it may not be the same day, but I really do try to stay in tune and in touch, right? Um, specials. We always have specials. Every Monday, you get 10% off anyway. Um, we have bundle specials. Um three bundles for a certain price. You know what I mean? So we have different specials that allow people to get a better price in the Koreans. So, and, and also if anybody ever comes in, got to ask about our loyalty program. So yeah, all of these things that we were talking about now, you'll, you'll be part of that loyalty program where you can build points for every purchase you make after a certain, what a hundred dollars, you get $5 off your next purchase. Yeah. Um, you'll get all the email or text blasts when uh, we do these promotions. Yep. Um, so it's worth it and it's free, just like any other loyalty programs mm -hmm. out there for the major stores. Um, what we're gonna, well, at least I'm working on incorporating is, um, it's almost like a, a virtual uh, suggestion box. So when you come into the stores, you can uh, scan for a QR code and it'll pop up a little, uh, web, so, uh, a little uh, web screen on uh, your browser. So if we don't have a product that you've been looking for, some people, again, we cater to each market that we're in. Some people have hair growth issues. Some people are trying to do X, Y, and Z and be more natural with natural oils. And if we're not carrying it, that QR code, when you scan it, you just let us know and it comes directly to us. And then that's how we can build analytics and we can know exactly what to keep in the stores. And I just had one last question because, um, of course, like we're here in North Carolina and we have a, a, a base all over. Is there a website that people can order from you guys yet? And oh, ship to them? We have a website, shadesofbeautyhair.com, and you can order bundles and wigs. So our premium bundles and wigs from there. But we're working on our e-commerce. Okay. Because that's my IT guy. Look, <laughs> we're working on our e-commerce right now, um, and we've actually paid for the service. We just need to do it. Um, so then you'll be able to see in live time what we have in stock. So if I have 
10 shining jams on the shelf it'll say you know online like available but then if all 10 of them are sold it'll say you know not available so people aren't cool. ordering like crazy and we can't fulfill it so we all working on that cool 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 just was asking because of course like i said with people all over wanting to support a, a you know a black business to get our beauty um products want to know yes. we had that access just yet it's coming ladies it's coming well <laughs> I, um <clears throat> I, I definitely appreciate you both um for not ignoring me i always appreciate it when people just I, i'll take a, a quick no instead of and just please don't ignore me um but i appreciate it. i never thought that you would though and anybody that's watching like, oh, look, you know, <laughs> this is crystal like you know i've known crystal for a while i don't talk to crystal every day or whatever but i i know crystal and this is the same person i'm talking to now is the same person i talked to years ago and you Absolutely. know and <laughs> the other guy back there i don't know he, he used to be my homie now he act like, Yo, no, I don't even know what's going know on him. you made him no, such a better know. man i'm gonna tell you that right now you made him a better man so i'm so happy for him <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> no, but I, I really appreciate both of y'all. Uh, definitely. Thank you. Um, hopefully we can have you back on because I know people have tons of questions and just you, you, the way you all handle your business and your business model and just what you're doing. Like, I mean, it's awesome. And um, it's very much appreciated. Thank you. Shades we of appreciate beauty, and supply. All right. NJ Rich had a question. I know, but if I answer his question now, I'm sorry, I got Ike on here. I, I'm trying to oh, be professional, okay. and now you did. You. <laughs> Thank you both. You're welcome. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, <laughs> anything you need from us, if you need me to post it, blast it, whatever, all you got to do is drop it in the box, and I'm on it. I know all like right. three people on social media, so I got you. My three people will be here. <laughs> yeah, sure. right. And I wanted those professional emails. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon in Crystal, Tennessee, everybody. <laughs> Thank y'all very much. No All right. Brother Ike is in the building. Sorry, brother, we had you sitting in the background. Damn, he got all of his study time. Yeah, that's his note. We can tell when it's study time. <laughs> oh, oh y'all see my uh, Pictionary up there no and everything. Yeah, this is grind time for me. So this is, I call this the no excuse board. So when I walk in here, it's crazy. I, I had my dad in here. He came in, he was like, oh, I didn't know that. I'm like, Pops, you wouldn't know that. This, you, this ain't your profession. This is what I do, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to talk to dad like that. You ain't got to talk to dad like that, all right? <laughs> I had to. I he bet you like, when he said it, though. Yeah, a couple no, I back. back up. Don't forget, I'm still bigger than my pops, though. Oh, so. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, uh, you want to see a funny relationship, yo? Have you ever watched the dude Chico and his father, yo? Oh, my goodness. Yo. Oh, shit. Chico, I yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yo, that's a funny scenario. <laughs> I watched it. Yeah, they definitely are crazy. You got that video, dog? I ain't as mad about that video as I was before, but mm. still a good, good video to see. And they're kind of calming on. Oh, shit. Oh, Lord. You only had it for two weeks, baby. I know, but I'm in the wrong um, folder. Um, profile on the laptop. It's in another folder. I... No, you sent it to me on IG, right? Yep. All right. Dang, it's short today. Everybody on vacation? Vacation time. Uh, G yeah. was here. He G was... was here, but then um, I think his pager went off. 
Oh shit! No, that beep went on. Yeah, the gold one. No, I got That's you. I got you. Hold up, I, I got it. I'm just gonna pull it from um, IG Live because I think we got. I think the audio should be good today. All right. So nobody should give me no uh, issues. <laughs> Brian, yep, here you go. All right, I don't want it to be no sound Big yet. Big Teddy, yo. The volume going, all right, all right. See, never fear. Mike Cooley know what you're over here doing. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> all right, let me know if y'all can hear it. If you're not in the 2021, then what you win? I'm at Uncle Ren's popcorn that I own with my employee over there making these residual ends. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm in smoking Phoenix Cigar Lounge three doors down, making some more residual ends. <laughs> you see, this gentleman is part of that 16% that I was talking about in a previous video that will never get it, that will never under understand exactly what's important and what's not that doesn't make any sense so you're so what you're in a 2020 and this is my 2016 mustang and in about three months i'll have that car wrapped with everything about smoking phoenix as a marketing tool because i'm looking at that as something that brings some more residual in <laughs> you see we get caught up into this flash mentality and living here in atlanta we get that a lot a lot of people especially black people get caught up into this flash mentality of having something right now, not realizing that what you need to do is focus on delayed gratification of your money. I am almost 50 years old. I'll be there in a couple of weeks. And the fact of the matter is all my efforting right now and what has been for the last few years, especially since I've taken all this time to learn things that I never learned in school, things I did not learn from my parents, is to build something that brings generational wealth, to build a company that functions without me so that my paycheck, my money, is not dependent upon somebody else's decisions. This is why this is only the beginning. Eventually, in the next five years, I will build a farm that produces my own tobacco so that I own the mm. resources that will bring about the popcorn, uh, bring about the tobaccos in order for me to make my own cigars. That is also why I will own a farm that will make my own popcorn so that I own the resources that provides for my popcorn shops as I grow them, as I grow both of them. This is also why we have to get into the mentality of playing chess on our own chessboard and not playing chess on a board that was never meant for us. You see, the American corporation is not meant for you. No, it's not. The American corporation is meant for those land-owning Anglo-Saxon white males who created it for themselves. And I'm not mad at them. That's what I would have done as well. I would build a system that fits for every generation after me for people who have the same interest of me. But instead of playing chess on their chessboard, you got to play chess on your own chessboard. Hence, gaining the businesses that will function in your community that people need. I had a guy today, he wants to open a janitorial. Every damn body can open a janitorial. Get something that people have to have and build an empire on that. Yeah. Mm. Yes, he told us. Not in the 2021, then what you win? No. <laughs> 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 
Part of why I said because yo, that shit had me cracking up with the end or there and everything. <laughs> but the other part that I sent to it, I get his points. Like I get his points. My thing is, is like the resources that he's talking about. Like, hey, I'm starting this business and this is going to provide generational wealth. No, it's not. That's providing the wealth for right now. Mm-hmm. You don't have the other things in place that are going to build the generational wealth. You don't have to fucking create a whole new co- company to build that generational re- wealth or have that residual income. That's why they make life insurance. You know what I mean? That's why they make certain gift giving techniques. Sort of like NJ Rich kind of asked me, like, how do you give gifts to parents and everything? Like, it's so many different avenues and everything. And, and yo, NJ Rich, stop stealing my thunder, damn it. <laughs> that's where I was going at. He'd be, he'd like, be right here, don't he? he yeah, he's he right he here. The, yeah. But that's where I was getting at with that point of like, everybody won't have to be an entrepreneur to provide for their family and to build their generational wealth. You have to look at what's going to, what's your goal or what you're going to do. Like how you talk about like, oh, don't open up the janitorial business because it's saturated. Well, why you got to open up one? Because it's still a need for the mm-hmm. for that business. But mm-hmm. I, I do get his point where he's saying find a resource where people aren't using. Yo, that's that's hard to find. Like mm-hmm. I know a bunch of us are still like, damn, why I ain't come up with Uber? Knowing damn well we all know, like, yo, the hack system, that's Uber. Like, yo, just on the phone. But <clears throat> but just but I just say all that to say and bring it back to just say, yo, set your goals and and and, and the one thing that social media does with the battling back and forth about what's right or wrong. Do what's right for you. You know, I know I come on here and I get on everybody like, yo, start an emergency savings account, start doing this, start doing that. That's my job. That's what I'm supposed to do because I'm the one that's supposed to make sure you got that support system in place based on your goal. But one thing I don't do with any of my clients or anybody I talk to, if you say, yo, my goal in retirement is to travel across the country, I'm not going to say why. My thing is how. Right. I was going to say that. How how, how are you going to travel across? Oh, I got $10,000 in my account. Where the hell are you staying at? The Motel Six? Ten thousand dollars for for five years to retire? And, I got a oh, kid. Oh, right, <laughs> Motel Six and everything. Set your goals based off of your goals that's that that fits for you, and don't let other people try to detract you from setting your goals to something that you will want to be able to do. Because I caught him in something too. Notice when he said that the car. Yeah, I'm gonna wrap that because I'm almost done with it. He was the same way that dude was that had the 2021. Because if you put math together, oh, if you cracking on him saying something about that man getting that 20, 2021 and you showcasing your drop top 2016 Mustang convertible, that's five years. More than likely, if you bought it, bought it, now you can pay it off because now you ain't got to worry about if your car get repossessed because now you can wrap it without getting into, into, into no shit. So the whole point of it is, yo, as black people, yo, keep following your goals, man. But set your goal. Your goals are your goals. It's always if 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 something does if something works for somebody else, it might not work for you, mm-hmm. as far as financially and everything. So go your route with what you're going to do because we 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 rely on this good old boy system just like other folks. Where we like, oh my man's is doing this, so I'm gonna do it that way. Nah, that worked for him. Work mm-hmm. on your goal that worked for you because you you know. And 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 one last point. That's like people to ask me, I right, you give financial advice, but you don't have no house, and I'm like. I don't need a house. I don't have no kids. Oh, well, you got all your nieces and nephews. Well, they have parents. <laughs> hmm. 
I'm I'm not taking a life insurance policy out or starting a, some type of fund for them. You know, what I mean, I'm gonna do it out of out of the the, the love of my heart because I'm Uncle Ike. But I'm not sitting up there to build generational wealth for them when they have their own parents. So everybody goes is different versus somebody that has three, four kids where it's like, yo, you better start putting some money on the side to build generational wealth for those kids in that case. So just keep your goals in mind as to which way you want to have it and, and you know, kind of go from there. And then it looked like NJ Rich had a question. Yo, it's funny. I just found out I can see the comments on here. Don't <laughs> <judge> me. Don't <laughs> me. I just realized that. So you said, what suggestion do you have for giving, for gift giving for parents to kids? Um, it's a couple of ways. You can go to UGMA, UTMA, a 529, or even if you're giving them straight up cash. Um, the one thing about the, um, everybody has an annual exclusion where you can give up to $15,000 to people, anybody, without any tax implications. So you can go, that's, this is how a lot of rich folks and a lot of private foundations work. They have all that money and they start divvying it out to people, but they don't got to pay no taxes on that fifteen thousand dollars on there and everything. So, what's that? Um, my Oscar thing, dog? That's that. What's that? Um, on the radio when they be talking and they be like, they be like this, they yeah. start playing music like. No, yeah. I, I didn't do that on purpose at all. Touch yeah, but. But that's how that's how you can do it, NJ, because um, you can you can give the money to them. But usually it's just a matter of how you want them to control it. Like if you got a kid that want to go that doesn't want to go to school, then that's when you go to UGMA, UTMA. But then that's also even though you gift the money to them, you got to watch out for the kitty tax because if they make money off of it. Yeah, they got to pay for different ways. So it's just depending on the goal that you have or ultimately you can throw it into a trust. And then just set up some type of guidelines within the trust Ooh. documents to say whatever. <laughs> Ooh, so, I'm so, it down. <laughs> right. So those are the ways that you can kind of give some stuff to, to the to the kids, or just paying directly to like the schools, hospitals, or whatever they do that they're doing and everything like that. So yep. There you go. There you go. Makes sense for me. Well, we appreciate it, brother. All righty. Our next guest is here. Everybody's so punctual today. Like I'm really uh really digging this um like as always do what you feel my brother no i'm sticking around for this i mean i'm always sticking around but you know because i need i'm hungry so somebody gotta go. go yeah so um <clears throat> to keep this thing going our next guest is here i got some theme music for him too everybody oh, gets theme music tonight. Ain't put no fucking soy sauce in the back man <laughs> <laughs> i'll get nice is here Jay Flicks, James Dickey is in the building, <laughs> chef, author, um, photographer. Wear a lot of hats, wear a lot of hats. Most definitely. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well, doing well. How about you guys? This is, um, what, uh, third? Let me, second, third. Second time, second, second time. Yeah, second time. You're still on the No, 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 it's the third time. Third, yeah. Third time, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, yeah, you're definitely on the wall. Uh-oh, hello. 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 How you hey, doing? Hey. So are y'all about to eat? No, they're, they're, they're eating now. Um, I was, because uh, I, I, I made the suggestion that I should make some food. I thought you would send somebody over here. I made lots of biscuit cream and crab soup, so I don't know I give it to. So he's really trying to stay on this list that I have, right? <laughs> yo, I'm about to pull up, yo. <laughs> like, let me, let me pull up. Yo, I'm, I'm, yo, I'm about to go pull up. <laughs> I'm about to I, go pull up. I, look, you always know I got food for you. So we good. <laughs> so, so, so when we first had you on, yeah, 
You did the book. I did the book. Yes. Simple, simple, simple. simple eats. Eats. Yep. Since the book, I see you got the Dickies dust. Yeah, I got Dickies dust. I got uh, five different flavors. I got uh, what do I have here? Let's see. Cause now I'm I'm, I'm doing industrial sizes now. So we got Italian herb. Sorry. Uh, we got all-purpose seasoning. So I don't, I don't even use seasoning anymore. I made my own. We got uh, this is my sweet heat. This is my wife's favorite. The sweet this is like something I would like. Sweet heat. Yeah, we put that on everything. We got uh, my raisin Cajun, and then lastly, I don't have a sample here, but it's my coffee rub that we use for steak and lamb and stuff like that. Hmm. Can we just can we just go back to the book real quick? We can go back to no, no, we can skip the book. We can skip. I know. We're <laughs> All right then, I'm gonna be quiet. Then I'm gonna be quiet. That was cool before, though. I'm just, I'm just gonna put that out there. I'm still waiting. I'm just still, I'm gonna wait. All right, so we already got questions for you, James. Uh, before okay. I go into my part, so NJ Rich says, "Are you looking to move into vegan slash vegetarian food as more people are trying to eat healthy?" Vegetarian uh, food, absolutely. Um, I'm working with a um a guy named Ke uh, his real name is Keon, but he goes by Chef Beyond. He's a he's a classically trained chef and um. He's helping. He's helping me with some of the the more the, sort of more of the vegetarian type dishes, as I'm not accustomed to making anything like. Because you know people are like, yeah, make me a vegetarian dish, but I put you know like you might use somebody may use like chicken stock. Was no no longer a vegetarian dish. Like mm -hmm. so, I'm I'm learning how to cook without using any kind of meat or additives or anything like that. So I made a couple of dishes for uh, for people and they seem to turn out well. Um, but I'm trying to get deeper into my culinary bag with that. It's just like you say, it's becoming more and more of the thing to do with, with people trying to, some people are just changing their diet completely and just doing all, all vegetarian type food. They don't want any kind of meat products. And so I try to be accommodating with that. Even with my, uh, be surprised, like I, I made grits um, without using any milk or heavy cream or anything. And I was surprised that they, like, they found them to be fantastic. So not that I'm doing that on a regular basis for people, but I know I, I can do stuff like that. Stuff that is in my wheelhouse. That people enjoy, I can make it so that it's vegetarian. So it's working out pretty well for me. So let's let's just look at the page because every once in a while I like to. come through and just look at some of this uh, deliciousness this oh. brother has on the page. <laughs> I mean, and this this now, I knew James Dickey as everybody said, yo, you can't mess with James on the grill. You've taken this thing from the grill to like you in the kitchen, kitchen like, like you, you like uh, what's my man name? You Yo Gotti, you he chef it up in the kitchen. So what was this right here? Me this know. looks a little. Uh, I got the veggies going on. What what's this right here, Jane? So that was um. So I, I make so I, as you said, I, like I do have my own seasons, but I also make my own sauces. So this is a, a homemade meatloaf um that I uh, I smoked on the grill and then finished it off with the marinara sauce. I, th I, I, I think you've had that before. Um, but yeah, like I, the meatloaf. Yep. Yeah, so like I smoked the meatloaf on the grill. Something different, like you put it on a cedar plank. Make it just like a regular meatloaf. Like you, you put it on a cedar plank, put it all smoke, and then you smoke it for a couple hours, take it off, you put the marinara sauce on it, finish it off in the oven just so it get caramelized and slice it up. And people seem to enjoy it. I mean, I'm, I'm always winning. I'll look on, on IG or wherever, have our food network. And get an idea and see if I can put a twist to it, or if I see something that somebody else makes. Um, because you know, there's a whole bunch of chefs on IG that are popular, 
Um, I try to recreate the meals that they make and, and see how it comes out. And for the most part, I've been doing pretty well for myself. Do you and Tiff have an extra bedroom for about a, like a week, maybe two? <laughs> I, I need Mike to come home and stay with y'all because he needs like a week or two in like just courses. Well, like um, Mike, if, if that's what you need, we can figure something out. Like again, I, I can box it up for you. You can drive back down. You, I mean, like when you pop up in Baltimore, like you pop up and on the whim, you're like, hey, pop I'm up. Paying, like, book. It's, it's on the whims. If, but if you give me a couple of days notice, I can give you some stuff to take back home. It's easy to do. I need that thing gonna happen because once he come home, then it's done. I need him to learn, learn. I definitely want that, like the the um the rubs and the, the, the like, rubs. That is definitely like um that's not something easy to do. Like so, how did you like your palate? Like you know, how did you come up with the different rubs and the dust that you want to come up with? So so with the rubs, that was kind of a um yeah. I just let it out. So so what happened was um with the rubs, most of us have um, high blood pressure and, and like black people. So one of the things that I tried to do with some of my rubs is cut out some of the salt, even I myself. Um, so in making my own rubs, I tried to use everything that I know that you could use in making Italian because it's not difficult. Like mm -hmm. Italian and herb rub is nothing but herbs. Like not I'm not saying take every herb yet. You know, but you do take a bunch of herbs. You take some maybe some some onion powder, some garlic powder. Things like that, and you grind them up and mix them up, and you can come up with your own nice little rub. Like if you go online, they give you tips on how to make your own rub and and and, and how to store it so that you can have them for six to eight months. Because I mean, how many times have you bought in Lowry season salt, and after a month you need to go buy another one, you need to buy another one, you need to buy another one, or I mean, you know what I mean? So, and sometimes people are are, are scared about about variety. So I mean, I just had the idea like, hey, I can make my own rub. Let me see how how difficult it is to make. I made one and I had some people try it out and they enjoyed it. I made another one, people tried it out, they enjoyed it. So I just kept going with it. And right now, like I said, I have five of them. I have five rubs, three barbecue sauces, one um, Alfredo, and one marinara sauce. Yeah, I need that. I need to order that whole package, please. Mm, mm, mm. So um, there's a girl that I follow that's an uh, actual chef. And she did a, uh, a couple's cooking class. Have you thought about doing something like that? So, uh, so it's, it's funny that you say that. Not necessarily a, a well. Let me let me re re rephrase that. So, I did think about it. Um, the hardest thing to do is to find a ghost kitchen. People think mm. ghost kitchens are easy to find, but they're, they're hard to find. And then I found that they're more like a, just like they were talking about with, in regards to the beauty supply store. It's more like a club. You have okay. to find an end to get in in order to be a part of that. So, with me being a small a very small business, proprietor one, sole proprietor. Um, it's 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 difficult for me to get into a, a ghost kitchen because all they see is me. They don't see like all the stuff that you guys see on IG and and and, and people buy my dinners and stuff like that. They just see I'm 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 simple eats. It's one guy. What is he really going to do? How's that going to benefit us by by bringing him in? It's not like I'm I'm, I'm an IG star, even a a, a boss of a. a I mean, don't get me wrong. Like people enjoy my food. It's not like I'm part of the elite class of chefs within Baltimore. When you say somebody's name, of course, my friends know me. I'm a friend of a friend may know me, but at the same time, I'm not. I'm not there yet. I'm getting there. But I'm not there yet. So it's 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 kind of hard to find a, a ghost kitchen to get in in order to do something like that. Like, could I use somebody's uh church? Yeah, but in, in, a, in a cooking class, you want somebody to you want them to cook with you. So you would need three or four different kitchens or eyes for people to be able to get in and do the things that they need to do 
Um, okay. But I mean, but it, it has been discussed. It has been discussed. Even doing it online, like somebody was trying to do me to do it on Twitch. There are some chefs on Twitch that cook live, so people are allowed to are able to do it within their kitchen, and people just follow along. So I mean, those are ideas that I've, I've had or come up with to think that maybe I, I can try to see how it goes. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you right now, I I think that that's something you sh is should do. Um, you obviously already got a camera, and you're in your kitchen, so yeah. you actually. <laughs> Three quarters like and I've always thought that like you know just like when Ike said um it would have been dope if you know we could have um did this interview um differently than we did the first uh two more yeah. so on the cooking tip and that and of course that definitely would have been dope and we still can eventually yeah. um but like stuff like that like I think yeah let's set that up I'm, I'm into that yeah because we, we did something like that and Mike didn't want to do it at first but mm -hmm. once we got in the kitchen and like we really enjoyed that whole experience, and I think your, yours would be a lot different. And yeah, like so, I've I've done it with um, Chef Tobias, uh, a, a mm -hmm. black chef, a well-known black chef. Mm -hmm. He'll now the only issue with his is that he'll hop on. It's like one o'clock in the morning. He'll hop on and, and he'll give a, a a cooking instruction like to follow. Like this is what I do when I do this. Da -da -da -da. He'll walk you through the whole process. I've only I've only been on on live I've only been live with him one time when he's done it on a day where I could actually do it with him and I and people enjoyed it like you can see like the because he'll go back and forth like hey yeah you're right but this is how I chop it and like he teaches you the technique on how to do certain things like, which I think is thorough like and anybody that takes the time to break it down for you for people mm -hmm. to understand because you basically if, if if I'm showing you something whether I'm an expert or not at that at that point in time I'm the expert showing you and the best way for you to understand is for me to break it down step by step and not just assume that you understand that this is a pint or this is a court or this you know what i mean like the people, all people don't always understand that so you need to be able to break it down to them so that it's on that level and i i, I mean I, I really do think i would actually enjoy that i just have to find a way because once i get the cooking i don't want to be bothered like i'm i'm in it like i'm so that's like, your zone yeah like 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 i know if i have if i have foolish fridays i'm trying to hit the deadline so when they show up their food is hot it's ready to go I'm not for a whole bunch of yeah, da, 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 da. nah. I'm cooking. What time are you gonna be here? All right, but I told you. <laughs> I mean, so I'm about your business. yeah, pretty much. I try to be about my business. I try, I try to keep it as I want to make food that's fresh, that tastes good, that people enjoy, and um, that's just my ultimate goal. Like my goal isn't to become rich and famous or anything like that. It's just to provide food that people enjoy eating. That's it. Doing something you love is it's gratification in doing something that you enjoy. Uh -huh. Exactly. Yeah, it's a lot to take out of um like this situations like that, like like this show. Like, I mean, it's all right, but I get to talk to my friends. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know? You, I mean, like if, if you do something that you enjoy, you'll never work a day in your life. So, I mean, in in the kitchen, on whether we foolish Fridays, although it gets hectic in here, luckily, like my wife doesn't complain about me piling dishes up and trash up on foolish Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, it's something I enjoy doing. So NJ Rich asks, would you do a Valentine's Day dinner for couples? Um, you yes. only need one kitchen mean, and couples pay. You mean in the in the kitchen or delivering? Like last last Valentine's Day, um, I believe uh man, it may not have been Valentine's Day, but I know um James, James Neely, him and his wife got food for me. It might not have been Valentine's Day, but it was close to Valentine's Day. Well, I provided dinners for them, just like a, a two-person dinner. 
and I'll bring you like I'll bring the plates, I'll bring the utensils, I'll bring the wine glasses, um, bottle of wine. I'm pretty sure it was Valentine's Day because it's like lamb chops, um, potatoes, um, um, lobster macaroni and cheese, seafood goods. It was um, champagne came with the glasses. So I mean, I, I try to set the ambiance. I mean, I, I can only take you, but so far, I'm like, I, I can get you there, but yeah, cross the goal line on your own. <laughs> I think he was saying, I think he meant like an event because he was saying you only need one kitchen and the couples could pay. So, if, so, so we, we, um, it's funny that you say that because um, a couple of people have brought that up, whether it be uh, Valentine's Day or maybe like a, a Christmas type thing. I've, I've thought about it. Um, again, it's just a matter of the opportunity in the venue. Like, I just don't, I just don't want to do it to do it because again, it's not about, it's, it's not about the money. Like, of course, I want to get paid for it, but at the same time, on to be something that people want to do again. Like I keep teasing about the long table dinner that I want to do. And people are like, yeah, put me on the list, put me on the list, put me on the list. Oh, that's cool. Until you tell somebody this is what it costs. And then it's, oh, well, I mean, I got something going on that weekend. All right, cool. Well, sure. that means it's not for you. But everything has to be set up. Everything for me, everything has to align in order for it to be the event that I want it to be. Because I want to be able to have one and then have another one and do another one. Uh -huh. um, it's, it's, it's just something that's 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 been on my mind, been on my heart for a while to do something like that. So whether it's for Valentine's Day or Christmas or like I said, my lunch table dinner, those things like that, things have to fall in line. I, I don't want to do it just to do it. Any other? You thinking about doing another book? Well, I'm, I'm working on. Um, I am working, trying to work on another book, but somebody gave me the idea to work on um, pamphlets. So like to do a seafood pamphlet and maybe make it because the cookbook was, uh, was 137 pages so they were like well maybe you want to do something smaller at, at, at a price that people can afford because you know with COVID, COVID and everything people were still looking to um, cook their own meals but it was like okay well what can I do well, maybe if I do a 10 page a pamphlet on pasta dishes and then put that together, or maybe even an ebook. So those are ideas that I'm working on. I was, right I was just about. To, I was waiting for you to finish. I was going. I was going yeah. to say, what about an ebook? Because then yeah. that's something that is accessible across the board like exactly. that. So, so that I'm, I am working on that. I'm working on the recipes for it, and then I do have somebody uh, already lined up that's willing to help me putting it together. So we're just going to see how it turns out. I'll put out one, see how the feedback is for that, and then move on to the next one. But that won't be until probably right around Christmas or right after Christmas. That's not too bad. Yeah, that's like tomorrow. Yeah, for real. I started making recipes for the second one because I'm because you're like, you're like, okay, like this one pretty well. I can come up with another one. What am I going to do? I was like, all right, let me do another cookbook. And then as you start to write it or start to put together, you're like, Jesus is taking a long time. And like, to be honest, the first one. I mean, not giving anybody any ideas. The first I wrote the first cookbook. Um, I had hip surgery. Honestly, I was high. I was high the whole time I wrote the cookbook. <laughs> I, was, I was high the entire time. I was up two, three o'clock in the morning, high as can be, just just typing. Just I was like I was like um, Jim Carrey and, and Bruce Almighty. Just <laughs> I mean, they say when, when, they say when inspiration strikes, you I mean you, you just go with it. So I went with it. Um, I mean, but I mean, but this one, like after writing the first one, you find things that you made, like small mistakes that you may have made or things that you may have omitted. So this one is not that I'm, I'm going to get it perfect, but I want to do better than I did with the first one with some of the stuff. So um, I have a good friend. Her mom has has volunteered to edit it for me as far as uh, the recipes and stuff like that. So 
I, I want to go through the process the right way. Cool. So like you said, with COVID and everything going on and prices just kind of going all over the place, how has that been affecting, like, you know, as far as like, you know, you being able to provide, you know, affordable service to your customers? Well, I mean, since since I have Ike here, I'll be the first to thank him. People like Ike <laughs> and, and, and Carol and Big James and a couple other people. Um, though I would say from last year when COVID hit, uh, up until like this year when I went back in the office, I was jamming. I could say I was jamming every Friday. Every Friday I was jamming. Yeah, and, and I don't mean just like 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 uh, hit, hit me next. I I I'll hit you this weekend. I have a pop up <laughs> next week. Yeah. I, I, I literally every Friday. I sold out. I sold out every Friday, and and mind you, I you know that was something out of my house, and I was probably was doing about anywhere between thirty to fifty dinners a Friday, oh. and that's just, just me, myself, and I. And I would, and mind you, it wasn't like it was just one option. Like you got chicken, and that was it. Normally, you got three different options to choose from. So you figure I was doing three different options every Friday, and I sold out every Friday. It wasn't a Friday that went by that I had a whole pan or something left, or I had leftovers where I couldn't get rid of it. I sold out every friday and then i had people mad because i sold out or they wanted to get another one when they showed up and it was just like look orders are due this day this all i can let you know after five o'clock if i have anything left this is all i got like i literally sold out every week so like covid was really good to me i don't i don't know i don't know if i'd have been as i don't know if i'd have been as successful as i was had it not been for covid like during the covid break like things exploded for me because everything was closed you couldn't go anywhere didn't do anything, so it was like, "Hey, I'm cooking on Fridays." Oh, really? Okay. Well, let me get three of them dinners. <laughs> exactly. Um, and every, every Friday, kind of the Ike, Ike showed up every Friday. Damn near two dinners. Yeah. He's he like, "Hey, I ate before I got to the highway." Yo, like I'm like, "Damn!" Yo, like, listen, I, can't I smashed the joints before I hit 695 <laughs> off of the road. <laughs> That's no cap, yo. I would drive. I mean, and then look, get home like shit. So I waited till I got home. Oh yeah, I said I'm got to. Mm. He hit me in the car like, "Look, I'm leaving the gym. I can't promise you're gonna make it down Liberty Road." All right, well, you know, I put the nice fork in the bag. You get to go. Yeah, um, but no, I mean, but that that support every week was great. Like, I I never had to worry about people and on me wrong. Like, it wasn't like it was every Friday where it was like 50 dinners, but whether it be 30, 25, I, like I never had to worry about. I, I'm only gonna sell one dinner this week. It, it was always. Love it was always supportive. It was always people asking me, "Hey, can you do it this week?" Or if I was skipping a week, oh man, I don't know what we're gonna eat this week. My whole week messed up now. Like, okay, well, I'm sorry, but I'll be back next week. Like, so, um, it was a, it was truly a blessing. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I can't wait to get back to it because, of course, like working, going back in the office now, being in my office, just like I said, like I need you to bring that back. Well, I'll be working from home soon, so so when I work from home. It's easy to. It's just in me, like, hey, I need to bring that back because that was that was good. Like, um, but again, like, I, I can't say enough. I, I was blessed during COVID because that, if you saw like like the page when you went on my IG, mm. um, the Serenity Wine Wine Place, like the the owner the the owner there. I just did their wedding this weekend. Next week, I'm doing an um, event for the superintendents of Baltimore County Schools. Like, things are just going well for me. I, I, I will not complain. That's a no, you deserve. You deserve yeah, it's, it's, bro. like no bullshit. Like, um good dude definitely um you definitely deserve it just like i, I deserve it. um my book and a plate i'm telling you what next time i come in town i'm, like, I'm gonna give you so much notice i'm going by myself <laughs> 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 
Yeah, yeah just let me know. I, I, I got both of y'all covered. You ain't got to worry about it. So what so, man, is, um, so I'm, I've been looking at all the different things. So what is the wildest thing that you ever thought of? And you was like, that actually came out and turned out good. Like you just was like, you know what? I should do this and this. And it actually honestly, turned out. The, the first time I put uh, coffee on steak or online. I can see that because I'm when you said the rub, I'm sitting here thinking it'll change it'll change your life. I yeah. lied to you, it'll change your life. Hmm. Right, well, I'm gonna restock that coffee rub so Mike can make me a steak. I got you. The the, the, the coffee rub, and then um I did a uh how can I describe it? I've done I've done peach cobble on the grill. Whoa, whoa. I want I, I want to I want a cooking contest with that, a cook-off contest with that. Doing um, peach cobble on, on the grill. Wow. Um, I've done I'm trying to think what else I've done that's crazy. Um, so what the heck, like, what were you doing? I mean, you, you know what? I'm gonna put this peach cobble out here on this grill today. Like, <laughs> so, so again, it's something that like you like you see on TV or you see online. You're like, there's no way that's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try it anyway just to see. I, I can do that. And then I did it. And next thing you know, it's like, man, this is phenomenal. Can you make some more? Like, well, I only made enough to enter the contest, dog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was gonna go over like this. And I mean, so I've, I've done that. I've done a um, recently. I did a was it, it was a um, okay. It's a stuffed pork roast wrapped in bacon. Um, stuff. And it was stuffed. With a, stuff? it, it was stuffed with jalapeno cream cheese. And that that went over really well. You know I love jalapeno. You see me um outside are you I like Mike would like that. I put jalapeno on anything. It went it went over really well. Um anything else I've done that's crazy? You think that's crazy? I don't even know how to say small. And I know she work out and all, but that my workout would not balance. <laughs> well, well, so I'm I'm gonna make full transparency. She rarely gets a chance to eat the food. That's that's one of the complaints oh, that's of my divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Don't come sorry, sorry, that, that was the greedy side of Shannon. My bad, my bad. My bad. So, <laughs> so, 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 what happens is like whenever I'm cooking food on like Fridays and stuff like that, I cook to order. That's how you. That's how you save money. Like you don't. Yeah. You don't have like we're, I'm cooking out of my house, so I have a deep freezer. I can't buy forty cases of chicken and, and have extra chicken when I try to cook. So I mean, I, I do anyway. But I mean, when I cook, I cook that specific amount of food. So that there aren't any leftovers that I don't have extra because again, during COVID, we're not having a whole lot of people come to our house and nothing like that. So it is what it is. But the problem but is you are like, counting your orders. That's the problem. No, 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 I'm not, I got I'm 50 not. paid orders and then I need one for tip and one for baby girl. <laughs> 52. So so my wife will tell you, um we 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 are we are a family, we are a team. My wife pays for her dentist too. Like we, we, we recycle the money here, so she wants she, she wants shrimp and grits, and she wants to make sure she gets them. Psych tip. She wants she wants shrimp and grits. I mean, like now, now mind you, like like she pays for out of support. Like she she doesn't right. have to pay for. It. I mean, but she she's like, hey, I want to make sure I get an order, so count my money. I'm paying for an order of shrimp and grits. I mean, she gets shrimp and grits. We've done. Chicken and waffle. Like, uh, I work with my, like I said, my uh, chef Beyond. She said, "Hey, I want red velvet uh, waffles and chicken. Here's mm-hmm. my money. That's what she gets." Like, so, so just again, my wife doesn't. I don't want anybody questioning me. Like, you, you charge your wife? No, 
She doesn't have to, but she does it out of the love of her heart. So I, and I appreciate it. I can respect that. Yeah. I can definitely respect it. Yeah. I mean, what? I could turn it down, but I'm not. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Mike would either. So, <laughs> what's the, uh, so we talked about the craziest things that you made. What is the one thing that you love making? Shrimp and grits. Shrimp and grits. Mm-hmm. Motherfucking good and grits, boy. <laughs> so 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 I do I do shrimp and grits I do um, salmon and grits which is Tiffany's favorite I do um, lobster and grits catfish and grits chicken and grits um, one of the favorites that some people like is the um, is the uh, the uh, what is it the, uh, the short rib I do short ribs and grits or well, oxtail and grits is there a meat that you have not put on grits <laughs> Mike don't eat grits I get it. I, I can't. Oh, so, oh, you can't, or you just give him found any that you like. He has never tried them. Oh, I just so, tried so one thing I will tell you: I, I don't put sugar in my grits, so you won't you don't have to worry about that from me. Um, but I will tell you, I've made many people who say they don't eat grits eat grits. Mm. I'm not saying mine's the best. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying I guarantee if you, had, if, if you have my grits, you won't be like I don't like grits, like. I, I'm I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty I'm that's one dish I'm confident in like hey put them to the test like, whoever want hey, 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 look whoever want that smoke with grits bring it like that's one thing I I know I can make I'm looking at the and it's crazy because that's the picture that's still up on my computer right now the shrimp and grits I, I tell you no Linnea, never the guy never talking about he don't eat them I don't know how how we met Mike look Mike you just got caught like like right now I would say pop, popularity wise. Um, the grits that I make, um, the, the the cream of crab soup that I make. Um, You're breaking my heart over here. Chicken. If 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 if, if I do grilled chicken um, and put it in a in a, in a barbecue sauce, um, most people are really 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 enjoy that. Um, I got no reason to hire you. I'm I'm trying to think of all the. Hey, look, I travel. I, I told somebody the other day I travel. Um, I'm gonna, um, I had to meet somebody in um at at, at the Maryland line. I'm um, going towards New York for uh for food because they were having a family function. Wow! And I did a uh, lobster macaroni and cheese. I did chicken for them. Um, rice, mixed vegetables. Yeah, that's I, I tried. You know, that's how you know your shit is real when they like yo. I meet you at the border. Yeah, <laughs> listen, I've done it. I've done it a couple times. I, I have no problem traveling. Like, listen, I go. It's not about the money, but I go with the money. Is if you need me to travel to come cook, I come cook. Like it, it is what it is. Like realistically, I would have gone to um Lincoln's homecoming was this weekend. I would have gone to Lincoln's homecoming and set up a, a tent. Like that's my college. I'd I would have went. I have a bunch of followers from Lincoln. I'd have went. I was gonna set up a tent and we were gonna jam out. But with COVID, we just couldn't take that. I couldn't take that chance. I gotta come home with my kids. So mm-hmm. it's too many people to be out there and not and, and and take that chance. But the first chance I get to go back and cook. Absolutely, I'm gonna burn it down. I'm gonna give you a grit. I'm not gonna try any grits until I, I try. This is my thing when it comes to new food. Like, um, don't don't have me buy it in the market. And if I do buy it in the market, don't have me buy the off brand. Like, I want the the high name, the high quality. I want the best of the best for something that I've know, never tried before. Sometimes it's just a tag. It's not so really I, a difference I, I'm in not, quality. Sometimes. I'm not going to Waffle House tomorrow and say, hey, let me get some grits. No, I'm not doing that. So you I don't will. Even eat my grits. I'm not eating yours. I, I said I want high quality. I'm going to eat Jane. <laughs> 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 I'm 
of what he thinks of Chris first. Then, because I need to, first of all, I'd like to start high. That way I have something to compare to. That way if I get knocked down a level, you know, I'm like, all right. James, you will never eat mine. Well, then you need to step it up. I ain't gonna lie. Now, God don't like ugly. That's what you get. Oh, sorry. I looked away for a second. I thought she slapped. <laughs> <laughs> I heard something move. I said she was slapping this <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for the smack. No, I'm going be to be behave. I'm behave. You know, drop the mic. Oh, I didn't broke it. I done broke my shit. Uh, Rudy, take over this interview. Right? We can hear all of that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm with Mike. I've never eaten grits either. I think I've eaten grits one time, and I definitely didn't like them. Um, I, I Rudy, actually, now, Rudy, hold on. What, 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 what didn't you like about them? They were gritty, right? Yeah. That, and, that, and that's the problem I find with most people. And, and if, if you look at the photos, like you can tell, but you really can't tell. I try to make them as smooth and velvety. As possible, because I don't I don't like the gritty taste in grits either. So okay. that's the way that I, I I found that you make them a certain way and you get them to be smooth. You don't you like you get rid of that gritty taste. You're good to go. This like again, that's just my opinion. I'm I'm a fan, but like I said, that's one that's the one dish I've been told that every time I make it, I never had to worry about people being upset about it. They love it every time. Yeah. I would say the same thing. Like the creamier, the better. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's let's flip it real quick because I'm just I, my stomach is starting to growl real loud <laughs> over here. I ain't got no dinner, but we got to talk about all this food, and I'm looking at pictures. But <laughs> so we talked about the fact that you are an author. We talked about all this yummy goodness and all your sauces and your uh, rubs. So there's also another side. We have the photographer. When the hell do you even absolutely? Have- so Mike said in the background, when the hell do you even have time to take pictures? And you and you work and you got a jail, you and you work outside of the house. Yes, absolutely. I I, I work, I coach, yeah, I, I do a lot. Um f- photography is is, is 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 something that I've been into for a, a while now. Um luckily for me, like because of COVID, the whole doing doing parties and stuff like that, doing doing, doing pictures for parties or clubs or whatever that died down. So most of the photography that I do now might be like a baby shower or, or a wedding or um, uh, individual photos or like a, somebody that's, that's like engagement photos or people that need headshots. Um, that's the kind of photography that I've, I've been doing more recently, uh, engagement photos, things like that. Because um, the, the whole going to a club, I've, I've done maybe like one or two events, like event events, um, probably in the last year. I was Let's say three total, um, just because of, COVID, I'm, I'm, it's not like it used to be where every weekend I was out, every Friday and Saturday I was out doing somebody's party. Like, nah, um, it's just not, it's just not where it was, and I'm not where I, I'm. It's not where I, it's not where it's at now, and it's not where I was as a photographer. But don't be wrong, I'm not too good to do a party. Somebody needs a party done, you can call me. If I can't do it, I have photographers under me that can do it. Um, but at the same time, um, it's just, it's just something I, I, I just can't do every weekend. Again, it's just like Mike said, I have, I have a wife and a family at home. So, I mean, um, being out every Friday and Saturday night taking pictures for different parties and stuff, I just can't do. Um, but weddings, like weddings are, aren't every weekend and once in a couple months. I can plan for them. And those are, they, they, they always do pretty well as far as payment-wise. So any, I could do 
one wedding and make what I'm making doing six or seven parties. So it's not the, it's, 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 at this point, it's about the quality of the photos that I'm taking now rather than the quantity. So mm -hmm. um, doing weddings, weddings, engagement shoots, um, doing baby showers, things, things of that nature. But that's where I'm at right now with photography. And like I said, I've done pretty well um, on both sides. So was so did you have a love for photography before the culinary side or it all kind of was at the same I just one just kind of definitely started more. taking pictures though. just because he took pictures doesn't mean that that was where his heart was that's no, his hard. love I mean, his passion it, so, it definitely so. came in handy when we were doing parties and james was like man bump that I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, all right <laughs> all right so so like the, the way it started was that um I, I give two people credit for, for my birth in photography. That's it's easy, easy, definitely. And um, my wife, as far as as far as start me off in photography, one because um, easy was the first one to ask me like, hey, you mind taking pictures for me while I DJ this party? I'm just like, you know, I'm hey, sure, I get it free. Yeah, absolutely, I take these pictures. <laughs> All right, cool. And then like I, I did it for him at the time. I hit him and Jazzy was doing like every weekend somewhere, um, and. Tiffany bought me my first camera. She was like, "Well, you taking pictures using some else camera? You need your own camera. You can do your own." Ones. So she bought my she bought me my first camera. Um, Easy one gave me the name. Like for most of the photographers in Baltimore, uh, side note, Easy has actually named like uh, a couple. Of, I don't put I don't put my business out there, but Easy named a couple of us. So I mean, it's like okay, well, either you were doing a party for Easy and he gave you a name, or he saw you enough that hey, let me give you a name, and then went from there. So. Um, but the love for cooking was always there ever since a little kid. I mean, every kid loves to eat. Like if their grandma's cooking, like you and your grandma, you like you're around her leg. You're like, let me get a piece of chicken. So I mean, I've, I've always been into food, but um, I did fall in love with photography later on in life, and really, I mean, I've, I've enjoyed it ever since. It's, it's been a good way to meet people, a good way to network. Um, is 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 it's gotten me to meet some people I probably would have never met had it not been for photography. So, and, I mean, and, and now cooking is doing the same thing. So. I get, the, I, get, I, I get both sides. I mean, because I, I think one of the best feelings in the world is to have somebody tell you that the photo, the, the photo that you took told a story that, that, that I was trying to tell. Like, I've done weddings, and they're like, man, these photos tell a great story of what happened. I'm just like, well, that was my objective. All, all, all I'm doing is capturing the moment. That's all I'm doing. You guys are making the memories, and I'm just capturing the moment on film. That's it. In the same way with food, like, I want my food to make you reminisce about Sitting over your mom's house or sitting over your grandma's house on a Sunday when you guys are eating baked chicken, macaroni and cheese, and green beans or something like that. Or if if I, if I am cooking on the grill, it reminds you of that uncle that had on the sandals on. Uh, dancing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I, my, 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 like my food is to, is to give you that kind of recollection of your childhood. It's, I mean, so that's what you want to do. Like you want to make memories for people, whether it be through photography or with food. So that's what I try to do with either one of the uh, businesses that I run. James Dickey, live on the Cooley and the Gang show. There you go. <laughs> gang, gang. Three times and third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. There you go. So let everybody know how they can reach, like, if they want to, you know, well, are you back to, are you ready to get the calls for the meals and stuff? Not yet. When you get because, home, like, I, home. I know, but we know three people on the show. We can get them three, at least three customers. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna well, Ike don't some, count. I got a yeah. permanent stamp. We're gonna have to do some sort of like yeah, special. So it's, it's a lot of things I, I would like to do and um like get with James and a lot of other people. And we could put like a I mean, like listen, I'm, 
I'm all for Blacktopia. Like whenever y'all open it up, just let me know. I I I'll put a corner store somewhere. <laughs> just let me know. We building it, y'all. We building it. Just, just please let me know. Like uh, because like, uh, uh, I think one of the comments was, uh, I think I, I was talking about it where people were talking about oversaturation. Listen, just because you chef or you cook don't mean we do the same thing. Or even if we do, it's enough money. They print money every day. It's enough money out here for everybody. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, one like, person can't do it all. People, people, people joke on, 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 on IG. Like I see the memes. I mean, mind you, I don't ever, if, whenever I see them, I don't ever think about myself, but I think about people. I think about our people. But people are like, yeah, everybody's selling dinners or everybody's selling out their house or that, that, that. I'm just like, well, there's enough money out here for anybody. I don't, if you sell it out your house, I hope you sell out every Friday because they ain't got nothing to do with me. Nothing at all. I, I'm not talking how many people go on your page and I don't, I don't care how many followers you got. I don't care what you're making. I'm still, I'm still cooking on Friday. So whatever you do, keep keep doing you. Keep, I hope I hope you do as, as well as you want to do. It ain't got nothing to do with what James is doing over here. Nothing at all. So I mean, and anybody listen, with more than it, one child, you already know. As soon as you say what y'all want for eat, you got one McDonald's, you got one this, you got one that. Or somebody want to go get something from Dickie. Somebody want to go get some. We all have a, what we want at when we want it, and everybody can get money. Everybody can you know get their business going. That's the part that people miss out on. Exactly, like like when you guys were talking about it earlier, it made me think because they were like, "Well, how come we can't do it?" And and for my in my opinion, the biggest issue with black people, and I forgot what, what movie I saw it on. No, I know what it was. It was Superfly, and they were, and they were talking about how you know he had money. Why you worry about his money? And the guy's comment was, "Well, I want his money." Like, nah, it's not money out here for everybody. Like, if 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 you don't if you don't what you're supposed to do, and you want your and you on top of your game, you'll make what you're supposed to make. And if you're not, then you make adjustments to make more. But I don't. I don't have to downgrade somebody else or or, or put somebody else on blast in order for me to succeed. I, I just don't see it like that. I'm. I have a lane. I'm gonna stay in my lane. I'm gonna ride my lane as long as I till the wheels fall off. There you go. Live on the Cooling the Gang show with our second guest of the night, James Dickey, chef, photographer, author. Uh, we've come down to that time where we have to check out. Um, and look at each other like what's for dinner now. Yeah, I, it might be a cookout night or something. I don't know. Um, so um, before we go, as I do, um, you know, give the flowers. Um, I, I can attest to this. James and his wife, Tiffany, from the first day I met them, have done business together. And this was before marriage. Like when they were like, like have been doing business together from day one. And I think that has been a big message tonight because both of our guests are doing it with their partner. And this show didn't start getting a little bit better until I finally included Shannon sometimes. Yeah, because sometimes I'll be here and it's like, <laughs> we have Professor, we have I, we got Mayberry, we got G. <laughs> Can I finish? Can I finish? All right, my bad. That's exactly Thank why. <laughs> nice and shit. But right. I'm sorry, the children, I'm sorry, but Sorry, my bad. But Love they you. like I think that is the message of the night, you know. You know, do it with your partner until and you know it works. You know, it, it is a good way to be successful. Don't you know, don't don't block them out. You can still have your little private account, you know, right? I you know, you can still have your little chat on the side. Yeah, you, know, you can have your private account, it'll come out during a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It's my bad. We've been positive. Yeah, you can have your private account. We're not in a community community property state, so you're good. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's get some final thoughts. Ike, I'm going to let you go first, brother. 
Uh, yo, same thing. One percent, yo, get one percent better every day, yo. Everybody, like I said, it's 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 it's, it's a marathon, dog. Just like Nip say, yo, I like I live by that, yo. Like this behind me, shit, I got two percent better today because my ass fucking figured out tax equivalent yield, and I was sitting in the gym like, yes, fucking. About time. <laughs> like, like, look, fourth exam later, I finally get it. So, uh, you know what I mean? Just one day at a time, man. Keep grinding, man. And then, you know, on top of that, yo, just make sure y'all showing love and positivity, man. All this, it's enough bullshit and negativity out here as it is to go around, yo. Just fucking smile and keep that shit moving, man. There you go. Uh, James, any final thoughts? You know, let people know how they can reach you and get in touch with you and all of that. Um, you can reach me on on um, IG, JFlix. As soon as you type in JFLIXX, um, as soon as you type it in, uh, it should come right up. Or if you want to go to, because I try, I try to make my own page for food, um, for simple eats, simple uh, underscore eats. Um, both both on IG, um, or you can go to the website www.simpleeats.bigcartel.com. Um, you can find all of the spices, the cookbook, um, the sauces, everything there. Um, or you just hit me um, on Facebook, James Dickey on Facebook. If you hit me on Facebook, just hit me, hit me on Messenger. Um, I can send you the catering menu. If you need a, a photography, I can see the photography brochure. I got it all. I'm a one-stop shop. Appreciate it. Professor? Um, shrimp and grits. um so let me see um protect your children man like like i I don't know how many people are paying attention but like it's a real war that's being waged against the youth um and it's a subliminal war and you have to pay attention to all of the messaging that's around and make sure that you are filtering it and talking to your children don't just ignore it make sure that you are actually having a conversation about what do you think about that what do you see because sometimes it's a matter of listening to what their perception is and then correcting whatever it is that they see because you don't want to just assume that they understand or they just ignored something that they saw maybe they don't want to discuss it but you have to have a discussion about it because the world is changing there can it's, it's a consistent um, push to a, a specific direction and without the direction of positive influence influencers um, the future for our children is not the way that we foresee it I'll put it like that appreciate it Shannon um, I just want to say that this was a dope show like a really dope show thank you James and thank you the Tennessee's for coming on because you guys definitely dropped a lot of um, great blackness on us today. Like y'all are definitely showing out for our community, showing that we don't have no ceilings. Like there's no limits to the things that we can do. Um, and us as our as people, we need to definitely just be intentional. Be intentional with supporting your people the way you're intentional with supporting others. There you go. Shout out to Will. Shout out to the family in Atlanta. What's up, Will? Um, definitely, again, thanks, James, man. I appreciate it. Um, every time, you know, you come through for me, I appreciate. Uh, definitely it is appreciated. Um, and it's not going to stop. Appreciate you guys having me. As long as you appreciate keep doing what you're doing, I'm going to keep supporting and doing whatever I can do to, you know, assist. Because that's all, all right. I'm trying to do. I greatly appreciate it. I let me know when you want your soup. I got you. 
Don't tell him that way right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the camera went off. He was warming up the car. <laughs> oh, 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 they yeah. up next. Oh, yeah. Tiffany coming on. I believe it. Yeah. For this gonna be I her scared. first time. Um, so uh we're gonna keep doing what we're doing. Uh this is my way and what I feel like I want to do, help our black dollar keep matriculating. Did I use that right? Yes. Ike, was that right? Don't yeah. All right, thank you. <laughs> See all the paper he got on the wall. I'm gonna ask him first. Uh so we'll be back <laughs> next Tuesday. Um, Cooley in the gang show live. Um 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I don't got much. Let the obstacles before you provoke the power within. We'll see y'all. Peace and blessings. Thank y'all. All right. Peace, y'all. Anything. Food for thought. I guess I'm just preaching. They'll probably ignore it. In the future, they call him a teacher, but never explore it. A lot of feelings I notice beneath you. Guess that's how you store it. I'm getting louder as I'm getting slept on. I guess it's just snoring. They hoping to seek the most they can be. Close to the edge, so let's take a leap. Unless you're too cool, keep rolling your weed. It's funny the shit that we do for a leap. It's funny the shit that we do for a beat. Long as they playing your shit in the club. Funny the shit that you do for a reach. She probably stay the night just for a dub. Guess I'm just helping the water release. That's what she said, so I told her, Capiche? Why run for some colors? We just move a sh-